exactly right and with so, how stressful weddings are yeah. yeah it just you know one less thing for yeah. you to stress about right and having someone to go yeah. to and, and again like you're saying if you're here you'll know when your suit's gonna be ready absolutely you know it's like yeah. it's not like oh there's a shipping delay or it's something. like having your cousin dj your wedding this is going on tiktok <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Wedding Season, the podcast brought to you by Eminence Entertainment. We told you that we're going to go to all of the elite vendors, at least as many as we can get through for you guys every single episode and every single time. Today, we are with Garrison Bespoke, and we have owner Mike here with you. Mike, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me on, guys. Let's give a a little round of applause to Mike. Mike, thank you for being here with us. Um, So... Why don't we get into it right away? Um, give our viewers a little bit of information about where and how did Garrison start, and what do you guys do? So, um, um, Garrison actually started from my bedroom. Uh, I was ten years old, and it's like a, a young, kind of quiet kid. Okay. And I actually got a tuxedo for my uh, grade two communion, like in the Roman Catholic kind of religion. You you get you get a you get dressed up for this big occasion. Right. And that was the one day that everyone noticed me. Okay. Well, wow. After that day, I was addicted to clothing. Yeah. I, I love the compliments. I loved standing out. I remember I was wearing a white tuxedo with a red bow tie. Okay. And I remember me as part of a large South Asian family. I was, I was a quiet kid. I was, I was a guy who wasn't really noticed. In school, I was the quiet kid again. And that one day, I felt really, really special. So that was the one thing that cemented my journey into to clothing. And, you know, like obviously, over the years, what I've kind of uh, done is kind of evolved quite a bit from where I started Garrison 15 years ago okay. to where it is today. But really, it started in uh, in my bedroom when I was 12 years old. Very nice. So, um, as you mentioned, so it's been 15 years. Congratulations on Thank that you. because that means Huge you know you've been you've been doing it for a long time. And uh, obviously, when you've been doing it for so long, there's so many things that you learn and you develop and uh, you kind of I guess evolve every every step of the way, right? So. What is the scale that you've evolved to today from that bedroom that you started from? So the the evolution of the brand basically it took us when I was thirteen I actually got a job at Home Renfrew. I was um, folding cashmere sweaters for a couple of years. I was actually known as like the youngest person to ever work at Home Renfrew as a wow. as a luxury retailer. Very nice. Um, and then it, it even when I was twenty five, um, you know, I was searching for what I wanted to do as as a career. Like I I had this parallel as I had worked in retail. I had gone to school for fashion, but I couldn't necessarily see a niche for myself where I could, you know, work within my passions okay. and actually add value, do something that might make my family proud. Right. As like a, as a young Asian Asian male, you're always expected to be like a doctor, a lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. We know. I think we, <laughs> we, we can relate. We can relate. <laughs> but actually, my side dream uh, outside of working and telling was to become a pro baseball player. Okay. Wow. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's and awesome. uh, at a young age, you realize you're probably what not going to make it. What position? Third base. Third base. Because he gets the most action, the most balls for the third yeah, base. Yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, I want. Yeah, well, I wanted to be. I wanted to stand out, right? So yeah. then let's play third base. I also had that dream. <laughs> I, 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 I was just going to say, uh, Suk tries to live out his dream right now yeah. by playing softball in the league yeah. every chance he gets. So he's still chasing that dream. <laughs> never I'm, know. It says never too late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, we know what <laughs> we know. We know. Um, so with with uh, what you said, so to be specific about what Garrison Bespoke does, is there a specific focus that you have? So you guys you guys tailor custom suits for for men, 
Um, and is there anything that you go very specific into, like whether it's weddings, whether it's, you know, luxury events? Like, is there something specific that you guys cater to or do you guys kind of have a good mix of everything? Yeah, it's a great question. Uh, so originally the business started as me focusing on business suits. So like 15 years ago, all the suits were super baggy. There wasn't yep. really a good place to get a, a slimmer suit. Right. So originally that's where the business started. The first three to five years I was in business, I was primarily making business suits to all the guys here downtown Toronto on Bay Street. The people would come through through from New York or LA. And um, about the fourth or fifth year, we actually, Chris Bosch, he was a player for the Raptors. He came yeah. to the store, made him a few suits. And I remember Chris at that point, he never really, like you remember him telling me, he never really felt super comfortable in a suit. And it actually wasn't about um, the fact that who made the suit, how it fit. It was more about him feeling like he was wearing the right color with the right style. Right. Yeah. So uh, the, the reason why the business is called the Garrison is it's actually originally like a hangout. So most of our clients and uh, buddies that come in through the store, they see it as a place where they go hang out during the day and kind of, they might see someone they work with, someone they might see from the past. Yeah. And then it just so happens they get a suit. That's originally what the synthesis of Garrison was. And uh, so after that relationship with, with Chris, I actually um, was able to kind of, uh, uh, kind of, create a, a broader relationship with the Raptors. Very nice. yeah. And with the Raptors came came Drake. So I remember a pretty pivotal point in our business was I, I when Drake was named the global ambassador for the Raptors. Okay. We made him a, a really, really kind of famous to today uh, gray suit. Inside this suit, there was like a vintage, you know, Mitchell and Ness, uh, um, Vince Carter jersey on the inside. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember, and I remember that. that was a pretty like, you know, from a cultural standpoint, I always thought of Garrison more from the standpoint of what my mark would be was innovation. Right, I always yeah. was looking for things that were innovative in the business, and that was one of our key innovations. Yeah. And then from that, I just, I just got super interested in saying, hey, well, I'm in a traditional business. I really want to make my mark, but how do I make my mark in a traditional like, business? Like, what do you do different? How Absolutely. do you be unique? Absolutely. Right. So it was, it's always about customization. So yep. the customization of, for example, Drake's jacket. Um, from there, there was an innovation we did with a bulletproof suit. Okay. So a lot of our clients oh, wow. come really through the cool. store. So we, I invented this suit that basically is four pounds. It looks like a regular suit, yeah. but it's actually bulletproof. Wow. So I had like pretty worldwide acclaim to that. So that really got our name out there. Yeah. And then I think the biggest thing that has happened over the years was um, from there, we actually got this show called Suits. Yep. This show Suits that started, I remember the original pilot, they were filming it in front of my store on Wellington. Okay. I remember Gabriel, who was Harvey on the show, yes. walking back and forth. And this suit didn't fit. So he was wearing a Tom Ford suit. So he'd originally gotten fit in New York at the New York store of Tom Ford. And and just for everybody, we're talking about Harvey Specter suits, the the show that you know was 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 all over the place. Yeah, and, yeah. And everybody knew that what it was a, filmed. Yeah, so it's like a, what a small what a small world type of thing coincidence, and, and yeah. it kind of really you know fits in. So I actually met him. I I invited him to the store, made him an espresso. Okay. It was kind of cold outside. They actually set up the outside of Garrison to look like a New York. Like actually see the pilot, you actually see our store in the pilot of the show. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. Episode was season one. And the whole idea around why I actually got uh, Gabriel or the show Suits was because I said to the wardrobe designer who I met after, hey, I actually dressed the real life Harvey Specter. I actually dressed the boss of all the law firms down here. He should be dressing this way. And it took some time to get them to get convinced. But basically from season two onwards, I did the show. I did kind of Gabriel's clothing and that was a really pivotal point for me given the fact that a lot of people watch that show right. and a lot of people Google hey where do they get the suits Yeah, so we might I mean his, hey, I'll give you this yeah. his suits were always his, his, his spick style, and span I, I was going like, to say his style is very iconic yeah, right? it, 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 everybody yeah, wanted to be that guy like, that's he, what I love. He was a boss. Yeah. Younger yeah, guys yeah, yeah, yeah. started getting into wearing suits too right? Yeah yeah so that's amazing because you're right like if if in that moment I'm looking at it and I'm like yo like I want to look like that that's what you would do 
And I guess that's where it comes in. What are you Googling and comes up Garrison? And I think that overall, actually, the main thing that we learned from working on that show was when you're on television, you basically want to look as sharp, slim, and broad as possible. Right. So a lot of a lot of people don't know, like, a lot of the leading men in Hollywood aren't the biggest guys. Yeah. So you need to really create that shape. And creating that shape is driven by the way that the suits are constructed. So the learnings I had in film and television and shows like Suits, I integrate them into the clothing I make uh, for a wedding. Right. Yeah. So in 2015, I actually opened this store we're at right now. Okay. It's Garrison Celebrations. Okay. So it's a store just for the group. As Mike just mentioned, Garrison Celebrations is where we're at today. So for those of you that are not listening on Spotify and are actually watching this on video, you can see that this is not our normal setting. This is the first time that we've stepped out of our own studio in the Eminence Entertainment location and came over uh, to, to, a, yeah. to a different location and, and filmed somewhere else. And I think it was special because uh, we really wanted to see the magic and, and where it happens. And we wanted to bring people in directly to Garrison for them to be able to see, you know, what you guys do. And, and on that note, why don't you show us what you have here, right? Because you have a very unique piece here Absolutely. that you have. And you said that, you know, you have obviously the styles and the trends that people want to wear. So we're going to get to all of that because I know there's going to be a lot of grooms. Actually, maybe a lot of brides watching for their groom. <laughs> <laughs> but but this is the place that you want to come and you want to talk to Mike. So Mike, why don't you give us some information on, you know, what's going on in this piece here? So th this piece is a really special, um, I guess, creation um, that I've worked on over COVID. So two years in the making. A lot of our innovations, they take quite a bit of time to source the right artisans to make it for me to kind of distill the kind of design and kind of the inspiration of it. But really, super simply, this is actually a, I guess, commercial version of what we made for Drake. So um, during the Raptors championship run in 2019, I made a jacket for Drake. It holds the Guinness World Record for world's most expensive tuxedo. It's got like 230 some odd diamonds on it. Okay, but you got to so, drop the price with that. Don't just say yeah, most yeah, expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Don't just say most expensive. You got to drop so, the price. So how, how much was it? $550,000 US. 550,000 USD. So this jacket itself, basically, um, I've always wanted to get body tattoos. Like since yeah. as, like, as a kid, a young Asian kind of growing up, I always like, you know, but being a Roman Catholic, it wasn't really looked kind of great upon to have body tattoos. Yeah, right. So I remember there was a day where myself and all my uh, friends, we were all going to say, hey, today we're going to get the tattoos. So two of my best friends, they actually got this tattoo on their oh, body. Wow. Oh, very nice. And I was a third and I backed out. Uh, <laughs> after, after they did something they couldn't come back from you're like yeah guys I'm out of here but this is basically inspired by that day and I think that um, what's unique about it is the fact that it is the, that tattoo and it's that tattoo actually on a jacket um, specifically for myself to wear on special days whether it be I attend a wedding or I go to dinner and it is actually a uh, item that can be commissioned in our store so basically wow. You can come in with a design or an inspiration or even a story of maybe how you met your bride-to-be or a story of your family. We can actually embroider it on the jacket. That's really cool. And I think before we, we got into this, we were talking about how people are doing it with the inner lining. Absolutely. But that doesn't give the same wow factor because now you have to actually open your suit to now show that. Whereas this is, like you said, like a tattoo. Like it's in your face. It's very easy to read. It's very easy to see. So that's really cool because I don't think, I don't think any of us have ever oh, seen that yeah. before, right? Yeah, it's definitely not like uh, it's not common big, at all. Yeah, yeah I mean, I've never seen it before. This, I don't yeah, know what yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen it before. This, I'll give you that. <laughs> so, I, um, in, in terms of that, so you obviously have a lot of creative ideas. Now, you're basically telling us, and you're basically telling everybody at home 
that that's that's here with us watching is that and listening is that uh, you can basically tattoo, which would be embroidering anything on a suit, regardless of how complicated or complex Absolutely. it might be. So, guys, I don't I don't know anybody else that can do that. So, Mike is the guy. You got to make sure we're gonna give you all the information at the end. But Mike is the guy to bring your creativity to life because I'm sure there's a lot of people. You know, we we see people all the time. Like 100, they, they tell all these cool stories of how they met the the the. The bride and groom yeah. met, and you know sometimes the friend drops a story. Yeah, it it'll it'll be I think super unique to have something like that at a reception because it's a, it's a conversation piece, right? Yeah, like it starts the conversation, and you know as a groom or a groom to be, I think you know you can potentially tell that entire story, and you don't have to just limit it to I think the front. You can do the back as well. Absolutely, I'm assuming, yeah. Mike, and yeah, for sure, like that's a massive canvas. Yeah, I think yeah. I think something that's uh, cool with Mike, like before we started uh, filming, you know, I tell Mike's very passionate, right? And Mike was making a good point about. Making the groom a focal point. Yeah. Right? We don't see that. No. It's always about the bride, right? So, yeah. Mike, maybe touch on that. Like how, you know, you were showing us. Yeah, wait, wait, what you, what you told us, actually. What you were talking about Absolutely. the hair. And yeah, yeah. Why don't you touch on that? And, yeah. You know, what makes that? Because you had a lot of things that I wouldn't have even thought of. Ultimately, the the your your wardrobe. Like, think about your the, the bride-to-be and the groom-to-be. Basically, you're creating a movie. Yeah. The movie is basically there's components of it, whether it be the music, whether it be the lighting, whether it be the venue, and one component is the wardrobe. So I'm building the wardrobe to create that movie. And the photos you have or the video you have afterwards will kind of document the story forever. Right. And that's what I really love about working in the wedding industry is the fact that I'll run into someone on the street and maybe I won't remember exactly their name, but they'll remember me. Yeah. So I make that mark in their life and I'm able to contribute to this story that will hopefully live on forever in photos and in video. So when it comes to like whether it be something like this, when it comes to the dragon jacket or a key trend this season, like the white white dinner jacket, really what we do is bring you into the store, really look to understand, you know, your personality, the the venue, how you want to look and how you want to portray yourself on that big day, and we make recommendations from a styling standpoint to create that with your clothing. And then one of the things that has changed over the last decade is it's actually more commonplace or acceptable for the actual groom with the bride to care just as much as the way they dress. Yeah. So you have almost like the advent of the groomzilla now. <laughs> hey, for a guy to be, you know, for we a guy might, to be like, you know, like, we might have one at this table. Yeah, we, we, yeah. There might be one at this table right now. I, I'm not going to say any names, but so, uh, you Mike, might be sitting to my left. Since you mentioned that, you know, that's a great segue. Look, I'm getting married this year. Um, what are some tips, trends, kind of ideas that you can throw out there for some of the grooms to like, you know, think about and, and you know, lean towards for oh, for this upcoming. Oh, season. by the way, his wedding's in three weeks. So for I already, these ideas. I already I already ordered my suit from my. <laughs> so for, yeah, it's already done. It's already yeah, but, you, done. But, you, but you did have a color uh, a change in mind when you saw the white. So yeah. no, it's funny enough because we were talking about the white. Like, Absolutely, it won't work for us because um, for other reasons, uh, we won't we won't get into those. But I think you know the white is iconic. It's it's super Absolutely. dope. Um, we went for mine. We went with something very similar, just different yeah. color. Yeah. Okay. So a really good example is um, like guys, you can go on Pinterest or Instagram and really get a lot of inspiration online as to things you just like how they look. Right. Yeah. Just because you like how it looks doesn't mean it's right for you and for the actual wedding day and ultimately the story you're trying to tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you can like you know like it's it's very it's similar to like uh, cars. You can look at an SUV and a convertible, but if you really um, are are driving this thing for utility, you're not going to get a convertible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The same thing with the wedding collection. I've got the wedding collection. We've got a range of um, outfits called icons. So these icons, there's eight in the store. So they come in, they basically represent every type of wedding that might happen in mm-hmm. history. 
So tuxedos like coming on like a hundred years in history. Yeah. Yeah. Really, it hasn't changed that much over the last hundred years. So you're looking to pick that messaging, that outfit, and then you make it your own based on the shade it is, based on the lapels, based on just some features that basically will make it your own for the big day. Right. And I, and I think a lot of people don't even go that far. It's like, I like this color. Okay, you know, can yeah. you? Yeah. Because I, I mean, up until you have a conversation with somebody that knows what they're doing, you're not going to know much about it because this is not your 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 daily thing that Absolutely. you're going to you know, be walking around. And, you know, for you, like you said, you were making suits for people downtown. Um, some of your higher profile clients, like, you know, whether it was for the Raptors, whether it was Drake. Now, these people are in, in much larger settings and environments where they need to be dressed a certain way and they need to have that knowledge. The average Joe is maybe going to a wedding once a year or, or, you know, once every couple of years. So they don't really get into that. And obviously, when they're getting married, they don't have that information. So it's really good that you're sharing this with everybody. So um, a little bit that you mentioned about, you know, styles and shades and stuff like that. Would you be able to have somebody come in here, have no idea what they want? And be able to style them from scratch. Absolutely. So the the main, actually, the majority of our clients come into our store. We we do a call twenty minutes to get to know the venue, get to know if you have any ideas. We send some pictures ahead of time just so you can get a baseline for what we might be showing you. Yeah. And then we actually meet with you. We call them stylists. So I'd be a stylist at Garrison. Right. So I'll actually have garments picked out for you that would I would suggest that you might try on or look at for your big day. And ultimately, like. We're speaking to like the core tips yeah. for any groom, whether or not they really love fashion or they have no idea what they're looking for. Yep. It would be the fact that you know you're in a setting where you don't normally wear a suit on a regular basis, or you know you obviously want something special for your wedding day. You should always go a little bolder than what yeah. you actually are comfortable with. Correct. The values from a camera and from a photography standpoint, they're not going to actually be the same as what they are in real life. So right. you really need to like pop a little bit more. So if your intended effect is to have that brighter shade of blue, you probably need to go a little brighter than what you see on a swatch or you see it actually in person. Right. Because there's going to be a lot of things, especially with South Asian weddings, with the way things are lit, with the fireworks that are going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you really want to understand the fact that you don't, you don't want to get lost uh, lost in, in photography, right. lost in video. The second thing I would probably um, mention to anyone um, thinking about um, their outfit for their wedding is you have to be, you're going to look best in what you're comfortable with. Yeah. So ultimately, like, going to be in the store. Maybe you have a drink with us. We've got a fully, fully stocked bar. We've got the shop. Here. <laughs> That's the first thing you do. Get warm. You need a little bit of lubricant to get, get whether or not you yeah. run around the block and don't drink, run around the block, get yeah. comfortable. Yeah. And when you get in, you're comfortable. You can picture yourself in it. I think that then on the day, you're going to look your best. Correct. Yeah. And the last thing is like, it's uh, indisputable that um, your girl, your, your fiance, your future wife knows you best. So it really is like, you should lean on her to say, hey, well, what does she think? And ultimately, you want that feedback that you also want to take it with a grain of salt, given the fact that, you know, it's really her day. Yeah. <laughs> You're the accessory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the accessory. Yeah. So you want to get a bit, uh, get in a fight. Gertie you knows all yeah. about <laughs> <laughs> uh, integrate, But integrate your fiance. So, Mike, another question for you. So now let's provide some value for not just the people that are center of attention, like the bride and groom, but what if you're attending a lot of weddings, right? Like, so someone like Prince, super popular, attends so many weddings, <laughs> a, you know, in a season. What what kind of tips and tricks would you would you recommend for him to have some staples in his closet or his wardrobe and things like that to attend these weddings? And on top of that, you do have outside of outside of this showroom, you do have a second shop Absolutely. where you know you don't do just wedding and bridal stuff. You do you know your everyday suits as well. 
people on Wall Street and uh, Wall Street. Well, he actually mm-hmm. he probably yeah, Wall Street, do Wall Street. Bay Street. Yeah, Wall Bay Street. Street. Yeah. Bay Street is yeah. what I meant to say, but yeah. he does do Wall Street, so I guess that works. <laughs> yeah. um, but but you know, just just your everyday people. My my recommendation for someone who doesn't necessarily wear a suit every day, but is attending a lot of weddings. Like we're in the age where a lot of our friends and family yep. are getting married. We have different yeah. events, especially with COVID. Two years, things being kind of canceled. Everyone's trying to make up for lost time. Yep. yep. So you need one classic piece, whether it's like a dark blue, dark gray, black. Mm-hmm. So God forbid something happens, you have to wear it for something formal. Even if you get invited to something that's like a black tie, you can actually dress that thing up with a crisp white shirt and a dark tie and look the part. And then if you actually want to dress it up or dress it down, you can mix up things like you're wearing a t-shirt here. Yep. V-neck over here. You can wear a turtleneck with it. You can really mix and match in terms of creating other outfits. Once you have that one staple piece, you're willing, you're, you're, you can go something like this. You're <laughs> bold, right? You can go bold. Burgundy, you green. Don't be scared of it. Because yeah. at the end of the day, a wedding is a celebration. Yeah. And when you step into the store, regardless whether you're spending $100 or $10,000, you have to feel really great about it. Right. Yeah. And you want to feel special. Yeah. And ultimately, what I really wanted to create at Garrison is to create a scenario where a man can get dressed and feel really special in it. Right. So my recommendation would be like, get that one staple piece. That's your everything suit. Fits fits well, you're comfortable in it. Yep. Find some different combos to wear it in different settings and then get something that's like popping. And then popping within the level of comfort you have, whether you might wear something a little bit lighter or darker than this. Right. So and when it comes to building a wardrobe, don't think that they, like you're confined by the fact that, hey, you necessarily are someone who works in tech or someone who works in sales and you have to dress a certain way. This is your opportunity to kind of shine and be different. And be you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah try yeah, to try to let the inner you come out yeah. through the clothing. Just remember at uh, scenarios like attending weddings or in social settings, most people are just thinking about themselves. They're not really yeah, looking yeah, at yeah. you. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where would you feel good? Yeah, yeah. Don't be based on oh, they're going to wear this, so I should wear this. Wear yeah. what you want because they're yeah. probably thinking about what they want, not what you Absolutely. want. Absolutely. So um, on that note, uh, send me all your wedding invites. Garrison's <laughs> getting me ready. I'm, I'm ready to attend. So just, you know, we're, we're ready to go. Um, how much in advance do you need or how? How you know far out do orders kind of lead for you? If uh, groom is getting married in three weeks, like is that enough time or is is for the record bit... I booked eight weeks. Out okay, time. man, I get for it. Hey, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> we're done making fun of him. Like, hey, I think I think it's starting to hurt his feelings. Um, but how how early on should somebody come in and come in for a console? Because I'm assuming that's step one, right? Absolutely. So we, we've got an in-house tailor shop, so we've done stuff as quickly as like overnight. Like wow. obviously for wow. film and television. Um, I remember there was uh, near the season finale of Suits, there was a, a scene where they actually filmed three different versions of the same scene of oh, wow. uh, of Meghan Markle. Actually, when she was getting kind of there was a there was a scene where she was going to get married near the near the end of the the series. Right. And uh, we made three different tuxedos for three different types of endings. So I remember working overnight oh, wow. and five a.m. delivering wow. it. So there's scenarios like that. Like obviously we don't we don't that's ne- not we don't ideal, we, yeah. we don't, don't recommend yeah, that. Yeah, we don't recommend that. Please don't say that one. Yeah. 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 And if you want, it might cost five hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but we definitely recommend that uh, you leave at least uh, eight to ten weeks kind of oh, lead cool. time. Um, actually. Not that we need eight to ten weeks of time to make it, but a lot of our fabrics um, come from the UK. Like this, this mill here is, is an English mill we work with. So there's always lead times in shipping, yeah. and you know you want a scenario where you're relaxed and you enjoy the experience. So I, I think that the experience is just as important as the actual garment that you're getting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you wouldn't have built this beautiful showroom. You come and have a scotch meet with one of my colleagues, with myself, if it wasn't something to be kind of celebrated, experience. Yeah. experienced. Yeah, yeah. So when you're rushed on the experience. Um, you don't get the full value. So I always recommend eight to 10 weeks. Now for specific things like uh, this dragon jacket here, it 
substantially more time. We recommend like six months to a year ahead of time. Wow. Gotcha. Um, but one of the things is we have uh, rooms asked us all the time. He's getting married, like let's say 2024, two years from now, or a year and a half from now. The outfit for your wedding is the centerpiece of everything you do afterwards when it comes to how you pick the accessories, yes. how your groomsmen dress. Your Just decor. overall, you have that thing done, right? Yeah. And I always recommend the fact that, hey, people, I, I'm not necessarily the biggest planner. But I know my guys that are really big planners, they've done way better than me in certain areas. Whether they made a lot more money than me in different spots. So if you're the kind of person who wants to um, be as successful for your wedding as possible, right. like, you know, you, they say you've uh, failed to plan, you've sort of, uh, you plan to fail, right? And yeah. I think that doesn't necessarily apply to tailoring, but I think you're always going to get a better result when you're, when you have leaving time. a lot of lead time. Yeah, when you have yeah. a little bit more preparation going into it. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's you awesome. You can come in for eight fittings and drink scotch. Really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the house. The, on the house. Um, so you know what? Uh, so we've talked about, you know, how long it, it should, well, somebody should give you in terms of, you know, having the full experience. But we've also talked about and covered the fact that if somebody really, really needed it last minute, can be done, obviously. Absolutely. And, and if it can, I'm sure you'll be up front with the person and say, hey, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm really slammed right now. I can't. But because you ha- you do everything in-house, it's not coming from overseas somewhere. You are, you know, you have the ability to make it overnight, like you said, if need be, I think, in any kind of crazy situation. I, I think that's a point of emphasis, right? Like, a lot of, a lot of, you know, I've been to a ton of suit shops. I'm sure you have as well. And a lot of the stuff is not made here. It's not, no. Right? No. I think that's something that, like, I really liked about Garrison's. It was, it was made here. And the yeah. tailors are here. Like, when I was getting my fitting, like the tailor actually came out, he measured, he measured me, mm-hmm. not not the stylist or anything like that. And that, like, you know, do you want to kind of touch base on that? Why you went with that approach versus like maybe overseas or something like that? So we have a, a really wide range of uh, suit centers. So you can get a suit from like ready-made suit that we will tailor for you for like $1,000. And you can get obviously something like this in couture for $10,000. Yeah. So prices are kind of like prices dictate kind of where things are made and how things yeah. are made. And I think that regardless of where you're spending a thousand at garrison or ten thousand at garrison you know that there's gonna be a tailor coming out to measure you you know that we're gonna be obviously integrating all of our expertise into making sure you look the best and i think that ultimately the whole idea of like control right so if you have a retail location like ours where you know you're gonna come to we're here we've been here for 15 years and you can call on us at any time during business hours to ask questions there's not gonna be any problems when it comes to your big day i think that's really what uh the value is of having an established business like Garrison. You have the insurance of that, you know, there's somebody backing the product. And I, I don't think there's anything better than the feeling of knowing that no matter where you go, you have somebody that's there where you can actually pick up the phone, not just speak to them on the phone, but set an appointment to actually walk in, see that person face to face and have them fix, you know, yeah. any issue you have. We were on one of our other episodes talking about, uh, it, was, it was actually the, the last one that we released or the, sorry the one before that it was about uh, bridal wear for women and there was a, a lot of the Indian outfits like people go to India they'll go there they'll get an outfit made and then they come back and it comes in the wrong side but who, mm. who do you call now who's answering your phone call you know acro- across the world no, mm-hmm. nobody probably right and with so, how stressful weddings are yeah. yeah it just you know one less thing for yeah. you to stress about right and having someone to go yeah. to and, and again like you're saying if you're here You'll know when your suit's gonna be ready. Absolutely, you know it's like yeah. it's not like oh, there's a shipping delay. It's like having your cousin DJ your wedding. This is going on TikTok. <laughs> um, so the process of people, you know, first getting in touch with you to the final end, um, no, like not like the, obviously the super in depth because Absolutely. you have to come in 
and book your appointments to do that and find out the actual behind the scenes, what goes on. But just, just kind of the streamlined process of point A to point Z all the way through. Um, where does it start and, and what are the kind of quick steps to it and, and where is the finish? Yeah, so typically uh, the process is it's four visits minimum. So the first first visit we typically do on the phone or in person. We want to discover, like, you know, obviously what you've had in the past that you've liked. Because we have a history and understanding of how you've kind of worn tailoring. We can make some recommendations based, based off that. Okay. Uh, we understand the venue, what your fiancé might be wearing, and just if you have any ideas. And that gives us a basis for how we're actually going to style you. So then whether it be the next visit or the same time given the timeline, we would actually pull a number of garments that yeah. are representative of what we might recommend. So we would basically be styling you. So the styling in here is actually very similar to like what is done in film and television. So in film and television, when we're like shooting a scene or we're, we have a kind of um, a message we're trying to convey, we'll actually pick wardrobe and then recommend that that wardrobe be the right clothing for that, that, that scene. So we'll pick outfits for you to recommend that those are the actual outfits for the wedding. Yeah. And then we'll get feedback. And hopefully one of the ones you land on is kind of the idea for, for the wedding. So whether you want that specific one or we make a variation of it, if we make a variation of it, we can pick, we've got the biggest library of fabric in Canada. Okay. It's That's a very a wide range of fabrics that, you know, just blue. We have like 10,000 different versions of Ooh, blue. Wow. 10, <laughs> but our, guys, 10,000, one, zero, 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 zero. That can be very daunting. And it's the stylist's yeah. job to actually curate it and recommend two or three that could be a really great wow. fit for it. So right. that's really why you have someone here that's an expert that works on things and think about the lighting, think about your skin tone, think about how actually in terms of like, hey, if you're second guessing that it's too bright or too, too dark, we'll actually find your version yeah. to show you. Yeah. So you're in the, sh the shop, you're actually trying different things on, you're seeing right. different lighting. We might test, take a picture with it to see how you how you look on it in camera. Yeah. So this is kind of, that's the process that um, in store, it's, it's invaluable. And they're all doing it over a drink. They're all doing yeah, some it's, music. Yeah, it's very, very chill vibe. Hopefully you guys was over some laughs. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think when you're comfortable, you, you can be honest. Yep. You yep. can be honest and say, I don't like this. Or hey, mm -hmm. uh, what about this? So I think that um, in one way we're styling, but other way we really want to get your feedback. Exactly. And that's why I had recommended the fact that, hey, a, a really important thing is your fiance, your loved one comes with you. Or maybe if, it's not, if you want to be surprised, maybe you bring your best friend who yeah. can give you that advice. Like, you know that, that unfiltered. friend? Yeah, unfiltered. Mm -hmm. You should advice that hurts. <laughs> but you I need tell, it. I tell him all the time. But you need it, right? That advice I tell him all the time. If you don't bring your fiance, bring bring him. Yeah. <laughs> and um, hopefully you could collaboratively make a choice. Right. Um, so we'll have the tailor, tailor measure you. Um, we take up to 20, 21, 20, 25 measurements, depending on um, how your body type and kind of how, what kind of fit that you're, you're getting from us. Mm -hmm. We might have you come in for a subsequent fitting. And then... From that fitting, we'll actually do a fitting with the actual garment. With the actual garment, you can give us feedback on anything, whether you want it kind of looser or slimmer, you want things changed, and then the final pickup. And if you come in with a longer lead time, meaning let's say your wedding's a year, year and a half out, you'll pick up the, the outfit, but we'll always have you come in a month before your wedding to do the retailing. And one of the key things we have questioned all the time is like, hey, I'm lo losing weight. Or if I'm not going to be the same size once my wedding day happens. You know, the stress, right? Yeah. yeah. Stress the wedding day. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're all in the fitness. Not with, not with <laughs> it might not show. I was going to point at him again. <laughs> like, I'm going to stop. It might not show yet. but <laughs> So well, one of the things is unless you're going to have a major injury, a lot of guys, like the main thing that it would it really screws up the silhouette of a suit is the shoulders. Right, so right. you really like need to make sure the fact that your shoulders have stabilized. It's very 
sell them that uh, like a man can put on enough size in his shoulders between the time he gets fitted and the time he picks up, unless he's going for like a bodybuilding competition right. in order to change that that area. Yeah. Everything else can be tailored. It's very very kind of small small touch tailoring. Right. So I get that question all the time because. And obviously, we're fluctuating weight. We're trying to cut weight. Intermittent fasting is big. Yep. We actually have guys come between the time they start and the time they pick up like 20, 30 pounds down. Yeah. It's wow. no problem. It's no problem because the shoulders typically just stay the same there, size. And then you can just, you know, kind of slim them down yeah. throughout the body. If yeah. you Unless you're training to, to, to make the Blue Jays. And that's a story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I appreciate I, you yeah. looking at me, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, that dream is dead, buddy. Just give it, give it up. Give it up. Um, on, on that note, um, actually, so now that we have a good idea of, you know, the start to finish and, and what happens there, let's talk about your sports team collabs. So what are some of the highlighted collaborations that you've done? Um, you know, maybe some of your favorite players to work with um, and, or maybe some of the most high profile celebrities or clients that you've worked with. So my all time favorite sports collab was uh, Toronto FC. Okay, so well. I did that full Toronto FC team. Oh, we wow. actually created a fabric with one of our partners, Holland and Sherry. Okay. That basically uh, gave them the ability to play soccer in the suit. So this wow. extra <laughs> that, That's wicked. That's so awesome. like I, it's been like seven years now since that uh, that first collaboration. But that was actually a innovation partnership that actually carries on to today. That basically that technology and that those learnings are actually fused into a lot of our, our stretch suits. Very wow. nice. So I'm the tailor for the Toronto Maple Leafs. So the majority of the Leafs, like, like Austin Matthews or Mitch Marner, will wear these on a regular basis. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting that I kind of learned that it was almost like being like I I hit on a innovation by accident. Yeah. So yeah. like the idea was like the Tim Lewicki had come in uh, into MLSC and it was really kind of kind of ramping and kind of regrowing the, the kind of culture of the team. Yeah. And they wanted the team dressed, you know, as if they were gonna like in uniform. serious to play, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think designing then for the entire team and then. Going from start to finish, from the fabric right to the finished product, was pro has probably been my favorite uh, sports collaboration. That's awesome. Um, I would say, like from um, from like a journey standpoint, like I, I'm like I'm always going to be a, a, a clothing craft guy to the day I die. Right. Yeah. And I think the the diamond jacket that we did for Drake, for Drake. I think like a year and a half working on a project, like. Like, I, like normally when I'm doing wow. things, um, <laughs> I know. Like I, I have a like you know as a like a millennial, we're used to instant gratification. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, very seldom do does I actually work on the same thing month after month. And to, for it to kind of strand out a year and a half was was was, was, just, was a pretty um it was a it was a frustrating thing. It's difficult when you're yeah. making when you're actually making things and iterating. Sometimes you can second guess yourself. And um, there was a lot a lot of like difficult times in in creating that piece. But I think that from uh a personal growth for the company. I think that it really taught me the fact that, hey, you know, like not everything comes fast. Right. You know, like the this patience is a, in it yeah. is, is, is key as well. I would say Garrison's uh, like wedding business celebrations is like 15 year in the making, like meaning it's like a 15 year overnight success. Right. Yep. And I think that um, when it comes to tailoring, a lot of times if you really do want to create things that make people feel phenomenal, you, if I really want to make like suiting and kind of tailoring relevant to people, if I want people People feel really special as to why they're spending money on on their wedding outfit. I think that uh, that time needs to be taken, right? And I think that um, things like this or um, things like the diamond suit really reinforce it and remind me of it. We're just not a business that just needs to be pumping out a bunch of suits. Yeah, it's yeah. not, really it's not just the things. quantity; it's about the quality and and I guess the connection that the person feels with that suit. Like they actually actually take a look in their closet. Like I mean, a lot of people get a suit for their wedding, they wear it, 
and then it's nowhere to be found again. It's somewhere in the back collecting collecting dust, and they don't ever want to look at it. They don't really care for it. But in this situation where you're building a connection between that product, um, they really feel like, you know, that's something that they want to look at or maybe even, you know, one day show their kids or their grandkids and be like, hey, like, that's what I wore. Yeah, I've never thought about suits like until this moment, um, like five minutes. This is like a learning experience for me, but like, I've never thought about suits this in depth. The way Mike put it, right? Like, you know, the passion, you can feel it. Like, no, I'm like, I already think awesome. about like, Mike, when I'm on the Blue Jays, what are we thinking? We also I got to say, we have to think of a fit check. So yeah. a fit check is every year at New Year's, you put on your wedding suit. Oh, okay. oh wow. See how yeah, you yeah. change in size. See how you change. Oh, wow. Yeah. You That's use your awesome. opportunity to uh, set an appointment with your tailor to come back and see him, right? Have yeah. a laugh, have a, have a scotch. Yeah. Hopefully take in the suit, not let it all, right? Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, so, so okay, we've talked about uh, collaboration. So you said you've worked with uh, the Toronto um, FC, FC. The soccer you've team. worked with Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, you've done some of the Raptors or, or a lot of the Raptors. Um, you've done Drake, who is, you know, obviously world renowned. Are there any other international celebrities that you've done that are outside of Toronto that we may not know of? I think the biggest, uh, for weddings specifically, the most unusual suit that kind of like created the most notoriety for us from a formal wear wedding scenario was for Ryan Gosling. So oh, actually oh, Ryan right. Gosling, wow. um, I remember it, it probably would have been like 2013 during TIFF. Um, how it works is typically like the, the actors get sent clothing from various big fashion houses to actually yep. wear for mm-hmm. the big day. Yep. And you would kind of be surprised that there isn't really too much planning in terms of actually his sizing. So they just kind of look on his IMDb profile and be like, hey, he's a size 40 or 42. Send him the suit. So he actually gets a like a, a rack of three or four suits, and then he picks one. A lot of times, the stylist in this case was out of LA, so they had sent him um, some tailoring, and it didn't fit. Yeah. So uh, during tip, we actually get quite a few of these requests, and it just so happens that year we was Ryan Gosling. Right. We actually made him this blue tuxedo. It was actually something that we had we're, we're creating as a sample for the upcoming fall winter collection. Okay. And we ended up actually recutting and giving it to Ryan, and it actually I would say like I had a piece in playing. Uh, part in the blue tuxedo trend. Mm-hmm. They were wow. talking about the blue tuxedo yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, cobalt blue tuxedo. So I, I think that that's probably like the most um, unusual film and television um, kind of work I've done. That has connection with with wedding. Gotcha. And then probably the most visceral was it was Hannibal. Okay. So we did nice. a show called Hannibal yeah. uh, in early 20, 2012, 2013. Yeah. So Mads Mikkelsen, he was like the the the, the villain in Bond. Yeah. He played a, you know, a character that it ate his victims. Yep. And the, the clothing we made in that show, like, man, it was, was dark. Yeah. Uh, it was dark. <laughs> but but that, that's, the, that's what you're talking about earlier is that, you know, you got to make it based on the environment that Absolutely. it's going to be worn in, right? So that's really cool. And I think that like from a learning and just from like, like just actually being involved with that project, I just, I, when I think of uh, film and television, I think of iconic imagery in video and in print. I still look at that like to this day. Wow. Yeah, just reflecting on like, this this year is my fifteenth year in business. And I was reflecting all the different things that have happened over the years, and I think that that's something that's kind of imprinted in my mind. That's amazing. That's awesome. So you've done obviously, like you said, you have fifteen years of, of experience, uh, and there's so much creativity and, and evolving that you do year after year, project after project. Um, what else, if anything else, is there that you would want to tell people specifically? Um, and and this doesn't have to be wedding related. But in terms of their outfits, planning their outfits when it comes to, you know, any kind of event that's formal wear. I would say that um, one thing that a lot of people don't take into consideration is um, the way you look for your actual wedding uh, is maybe sometimes 
the most iconic or like it's the best you'll look for your entire life. Wow. You'll get these this photo and you always go and look and reminisce on it and how much is it worth? They actually look at the wedding. You might spend a hundred grand on your wedding and it's a great party, but it's a great party for everyone else besides you. Yeah. So really like you're spending this to obviously make your family and your extended family and a bunch of strangers super happy. And hopefully you have a great time at the end once you're exhausted and just hanging out with your boys, right? Yeah. yeah. But really, <laughs> six months to a year later, you probably remember the memories of the great music that you listened to. Yeah. It yep. popped off. You guys, yeah. eat. there was this tune. Everyone's going crazy and nuts. And the photos and video. Yeah. And I would say like that would be the one thing that um, it, it, it's super important. When you actually walk into your, like, your, your closet and you see a picture of you and your wife 10 years ago or 20 years ago um, and how great you looked. Um, one of the key things, hopefully, that we that garrison or wherever you choose to get your clothing made or whatever you choose to get contributed towards. So I think, I think that's probably like something that not a lot of people know. And it's the fact that when you think of it that way, um, you really, I guess, put an effort into things like whether it be like the the, the set design, the lighting, the music. Because the music ultimately, you know, it creates the vibe. www.eminencyent.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can we get shameless? Can we get the, can we get yeah. the post sign, Mike? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're smiling, if you're, you're smiling, you're doing the first dance, um, and you're in the iconic outfit. It's all incremental. So yeah, it's all yeah. kind of like it's it's almost like it all stacks up to that one iconic shot, that one iconic moment in video. Right. That's, yeah. that's the one thing I'd leave with the with the audience. And, and it's on that note, it's that's your red carpet moment. And not everybody gets to go on a red carpet every other week or, you know, every other month yeah. or every other year for a lot of bride and grooms. You know, that is, the the, moment. The, the, that that is your that red is carpet your, moment. That red is carpet. the moment where you want to shine as all celebrities do and make sure they plan their outfit from top to bottom. And, you know, with who they're going to be standing next to and the environment they're going to be in, that is your red carpet moment. So you want to make sure you look your best. So that's amazing. Um, I've noticed, you know, while we've, we're in the other shop and, you know, we've been in this shop. There are other things in the shop outside of the suits. There are accessories as well. And I don't know the answer to this question. So I'd also like to know what else do you guys provide? Like, you know, what what other things do you guys sell or offer outside of just the suits, outside of the blazer, outside of the pants, outside of that? So uh, it's a funny thing. So with COVID, um, I don't know if you guys remember that kind of early April, May uh, 2020, it was dead. Yeah. yeah, You know, like we didn't know if the world was going to end or not, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone was home wearing joggers. Yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of guys like, you know, they weren't, they didn't want to look at their suits. They'd walk by the closet. Like, hey, they, they, I can't believe spent that much money on suits. Yeah, so yeah. I'm never wearing a suit again, right? Yeah. <laughs> so actually, I would say like COVID was a, a gift gift for us in, in three core ways. One, it was like it forced us to, to pivot into yep. full lifestyle. So actually, when you go to Garrison, you actually see we'll make everything for a man's lifestyle, whether it be we make it ready-made, we can get it, or it's custom. So it can range from you can get the tee that goes with your suit. You can obviously get your knits, your footwear, uh, your outerwear. So we have everything awesome. in our in our, in our, in our oh. main store. Right. Then when it comes to your wedding, we've got all the accessories that create the outfit. So a, a big thing is we got these shoes. We just we just created this. It actually, I'm really proud of it. It was like... Um, months in the making but basically it's like the perfect last so it's like a pointed last but right. it's still round at the same time so it's actually a shoe that you could wear with your tuxedo for your wedding but you also mm. could wear it with a fitted pair of jeans wow. when you go out to the the club or out to dinner with your wife so it was all about like making a shoe that basically plays double duty 
because you don't want to buy pure shoe just wear it for the yeah, wedding day and leave it, and leave it in the yeah, closet, yeah. right? Yeah. Same with the 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 wedding outfit. You want to be able to pull that thing out afterwards, mm-hmm. right? And wear that thing. So I think it's all the accessories that go with it that are available here at our store. And I really do think that, um, you know, at the end of the day, the best mark of us doing a great job is that what we make for you gets worn. So we're always moving towards when we do style you, we're going to explain to you how to wear it and different settings you can wear it in. So not a lot of men know the fact that even if they get a tuxedo, they can wear the jacket from the tuxedo on its own with a pair of jeans. They can go to a Raptor game and wear that thing. Yeah. Um, wow. Wear it with a T. Like you see Kanye West, he'll actually rock a tuxedo. Yes. The T. But this year, actually, guys are going like Mykonos or Ibiza. They're wearing no, no shirt. That's that's the vibe. Oh, that's the vibe. Yeah. yeah. Just the jacket. The hardened vibe. You get the long beard and then no, <laughs> yeah. no shirt underneath. So there's a lot of actually ways you can actually wear your wedding outfit after your wedding. And it'll you want to put a smile on your wife's face, take out your wedding suit and put it on, right? Yeah, wow. yeah, no, hundred yeah. percent. And that's Mike dropping cool. knowledge. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's that. See, and yeah. these are the things that you wouldn't know if you go, yeah. you know. And and I don't want to say you know any places less than the other, but uh, Garrison's probably a little bit better than the rest. So, <laughs> no, so you just you know you want to go somewhere where people have knowledge. And and Mike, you definitely have the knowledge. You've given us a lot of knowledge for things Thank that you. we don't know. Yeah. So we've got all the knowledge. You know, everybody at home has gotten a lot more information than they probably knew before. And uh, we, now we need to. Like, yeah, we, 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 say, yeah, usually we, Mike, we talk a lot. Yeah, usually, <laughs> I, I was gonna, I was gonna mention to you. So to you make your match, huh? we're, we're, we're just like I'm just sitting here like taking this and like what? <laughs> today, today, I, today, I did, I did all of the the talking because you know, like uh, we're going through the conversation and whatnot. Usually, these guys have a lot of input and something to say. And today, I was looking at them. They're just like. So intrigued, like so it's into dope, the conversation. Man. I honestly thought we were show up here, but like, yeah, you get fitted, <laughs> <laughs> you get a suit, <laughs> and then you go home. Yeah. But no, that, that's that's knowledge. You know, like we're we're so happy that you know you spent the time to you know come on the show and, and give us all this information. But we've given all the information about what happens at Garrison. Now, how to get in touch with Garrison? When you know we know all of these people watching are gonna want to get their wedding suit from Garrison and only Garrison. Where are you located, and how do they get in touch? What are your contact details for them to get their outfit? Yeah, so uh, thanks, thanks for uh, that plug. Um, so we're downtown Toronto. Um, we've got two stores in the financial district, uh, Young and King. Our wedding store here is at the King Edward Hotel. Um, we have another store on, on Wellington at Wellington and Young. People actually don't know this, but our store here is located. This is actually the original. There used to be a, a tunnel that goes from the St. Lawrence Market over here. Yep. Wow. And then during Prohibition, it was like Al Capone's tunnel to, to smuggle alcohol. Oh, wow. wow. So this space actually has a lot of history. Like, it's a pretty interesting to come down here and hang out, have high tea with your fiancé. They come over here, check us out, get and fitted. have a scotch with Mike. And have a scotch with <laughs> Mike. Yeah, exactly. So you can reach out, uh, send us a DM on Instagram, uh, email us, info at garrisonbespoke.com or uh, just call the store. And, you know, we're, we pride ourselves on the fact that um, we want to have a relationship. We want to be your friend at the end of... Um, make creating your outfit and have that lifelong relationship. My business is driven specifically on word of mouth, even to this day after 15 years. And I think that um, I really do believe the fact that relationships, the most important thing that I've kind of like over like 6,000 clients have walked through our doors over the years. Right. I think that the most important thing is the relationship. So I think 100%. that, um, you know, we want to be on a first name basis. We will, we'll put on a, I'm always um, in touch with all the clients. You always have my, my door is always, always open. And I hope the fact that it's, Use that way uh, for the next 15 years. Amazing. Amazing. So, Mike, thank you so much. A round of applause for Mike. Yeah. So, no, no. thank you for, you yeah. know, being on the, being on the show with us. Yeah. Yeah, we got lots of knowledge going on. Um, I I'm going to have to watch this episode again. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the, the last show or the last episode that we did, um, 
it was Sook and his uh, his wife was on it, and it was for the the women's wear I told you earlier, yeah. and I think now it's for the men's wear. And in the last one, we were joking like she's gonna want to get married, but now I think after this one, he wants to get oh, married. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I think it's his turn to my go home suit. and say, "Hey, round two, let's, let's do this." Didn't again. look at the lighting. Didn't, <laughs> didn't look at my mood <laughs> or my personality side. I definitely want to do it again. They just they didn't care. Yeah. We got to do it all over. But um. All right. Once again, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. We had Mike from Garrison Bespoke, and you guys have all the information. We are also going to list the information to get in touch with Garrison for all of your suit needs and your accessory needs, and if you need a stylist. So we got everything covered on this, and you already know how it goes. Another season, uh, sorry, another episode of Wedding Season, the podcast brought to you by Eminence Entertainment. And the contact information, as always, 647-449-7034. You can email us at info at eminencent.com.